Hi, my name is Shlomo Salsa, founder of Purpose Creates Impact, host of the Teenage Impact Podcast, where you will find the inspiration to get over your struggles as a teenage kid. I was bullied, had anxiety, depression, had friends pass away, and battled confidence issues for a majority of my life. Whether you have the same issues as me, feel lonely, face challenges in your home or in school, I'm going to be interviewing people who overcame these struggles and provide you with tips on how you can overcome yours. By the end of this episode, I want you to rate and comment on what you think of the podcast. This will allow the podcast to be ranked higher and serve more teenagers. Welcome to your first episode of the Teenage Impact Podcast. This is your host, Shlomo Salson. And the reason why I have created this podcast and the reason why I want to have this podcast, because there's a lot of teens out there that are struggling, that want to commit suicide, that are depressed, that have anxiety, that have no guidance, that have troubles at home, and they have no one to relate to that can get them out of this rut, which is why I have created the Teenage Impact Podcast, because I want to inspire teenagers from all around the world to get them out of that situation and relate to other people who have gone through the same thing. What can you expect from this podcast? Well, my first five episodes are about me because I want you to relate to why I have created this podcast and why this is my mission. There has been a lot of stuff that happened to me in the past 28 years of my life. And I believe I can inspire other people. After these five episodes, what you can expect is me interviewing different people, different people who have been bullied, different people who have had tough lives at home, different people who wanted to commit suicide, who have came from other countries and didn't know English. If you're a teen out there, this is the podcast you need to listen to because this is the podcast that can inspire you. This episode, I'm going to focus on bullying. Bullying has been a big part of my life. Huge part. I've been bullied pretty much the majority of my life, anywhere from 8 years old up until maybe 20, 21. And bullying is something I, I value. Something I wish I could have prevented if I saw it happening to other people. Bullying is something that happened to me and has shaped me for who I am and why I'm doing certain things. I'm, I'm actually on the stopbullying.gov website, and I'm going to define what bullying is. Bullying is not necessarily beating someone else up. Bullying could be verbal abuse. Bullying could be name-calling. Bullying could be spreading rumors about that person. Bullying could be cyberbullying when you're saying bad things about someone online. These are all different types of bullying. Some people have the misconception that bullying is only beating someone up. No, bullying could be name calling. And when that name calling happens, even though you're joking around, that other person can still be getting hurt inside and they could be more self-conscious of who they are because of what you've been consistently been telling that other kid what can 
what are some effects of bullying? Bullying can really make someone self-conscious, like I mentioned. Bullying, if a person and kid is consistently bullied for a long time, they can have suicidal thoughts. They can feel worthless. It can cause depression. It can cause anxiety. It can cause all these different mental health problems because of bullying. And bullying is a very severe act. It can affect someone's life for the rest of their life if they don't get out of that mental situation later on. I'm going to tell you a little bit story on how I was bullied as a kid. I've had several instances. Many people who know me now see me as this social butterfly, confident individual who wants to build businesses, who wants to make an impact on people. I wasn't always like that. Yes, I've always been hardworking. I've always been ambitious. One thing, if you knew me in elementary, middle school, I had these glasses. I had. I was a typical, I guess, quote-unquote, I don't like to use this, but quote-unquote nerd. I had these short shorts on, high socks, glasses. You know, my mom picked out my clothes, didn't have any sense of fashion, didn't talk to any girls, very shy, went to speech and Esau class, got picked on for the way I spoke. And here, I guess here are three or four instances of how I was bullied as a kid. First one, First one, what my experience was with my neighborhood kids. I lived in a small row, a small neighborhood called Plantation. And I lived in a subdivision called Chadbourne. And I started having friends early on. One of my good friends started when I was four or five years old. More people started coming in in third grade. And we started playing football with them. I wasn't very good at sports compared to the other kids. I wasn't like all the other boys. All the other boys like to play sports. All the other boys like to play around. They like to be rough. They like to do all these different types of things. And me, on the other hand, I was this softy. I didn't like to be housed up. I didn't like when people called me these names. I didn't... Not that I didn't like sports, I wasn't good at them, and I didn't like playing it because when I didn't do very well, people would get mad at me because I was causing my team to lose. And how this happened was when we were playing sports, I was always the last last one to be picked. It kind of hurt because I knew that other people knew I wasn't very good. I wasn't fast. In football, I wasn't fast. I couldn't catch the ball. I couldn't throw the ball. In basketball, I couldn't get the basketball in the hoop many of times. I couldn't dribble. I couldn't pass. And all the other kids would get frustrated because I was, they never passed me the ball because they knew that I would drop it. I got picked on a lot for my athletic abilities while I was seeing a lot of my friends being fast and juking everyone else out in football. I was. always gain, I guess we didn't play tackle back then, but I got tagged. So I got picked on for that in my neighborhood. And they saw in my neighborhood that even though everyone else was joking around, they joked around me a lot more because 
I didn't have anything else to say. I didn't fight back because sometimes when I would say jokes back, they weren't very good or they made me believe they weren't very good. They not only laughed at the fact that I couldn't tell jokes, but they kept on picking on me because they saw I was such an easy target. And it got to the point where in eighth grade, I kind of stopped, I stopped hanging out with them. I keep in touch with them now. I'm good friends with them now. Kids are kids, are kids, which is a bad thing. I keep in touch with them now. But back then, I drifted myself away from them. Because from sixth to eighth grade, we rode a neighborhood bus where that neighborhood bus took us to a bus stop where there was 70 other buses and we transferred to our middle school bus. From sixth to eighth grade, I got picked on while hanging out with them on the bus and outside the bus. So when it came down to eighth grade, towards the end of eighth grade, I decided that I didn't want to ride that bus anymore because I was always the easy target. I decided to go to a public school instead of a magnet school. I stopped hanging out with them. They kind of wonder where I went. I didn't tell them why. I didn't ever confront them on how I felt. So I drifted myself away from them just to keep my own sanity. That's my first first experience with bullying is my neighborhood crowd, which I'm good friends with them now. Uh, we share stories. I, I went on a trip with one person to Chicago. But back then, I didn't like them very much because of the bullying aspect. Second experience is my self-consciousness. I was self-conscious of how I spoke. English was not my first language. My mom is from India, my dad's from Pakistan, family from Israel, and Marathi was my first language. It's just a type of Indian language. I had, I guess you can say accent kind of. I went to speech and ESOL class for seven years, all the way from second to, I think, seventh or eighth grade. And a lot of people, I was self-conscious of how I spoke because a lot of people had asked me to repeat my words. I had an accent and a pronunciation pronunciation issue, which sometimes I still do, but it doesn't phase me at all anymore. I had a pronunciation issue. I couldn't pronounce my words. I had an accent and I had, I wasn't very good at reading and people saw that. I saw people speaking fluent English and not having grammatical errors. Me, on the other hand, that was not the case. And when people saw that, people would mimic me, especially in middle school and high school. Elementary school, not that much, but middle and high school especially. When I would say certain sentences, they would try to mimic my accent on how it is. And when people would bully me, I remember in high school when people would bully me they would say they would say jokes like oh I'm giving an example saying oh Shlomo you you're gay and they would say stuff like that and my defense was oh no I'm not and people would mimic how I say that oh is that all you can say no I'm not and they would say it like in this in this I guess my accent on how I would say things and it would kind of get, it would get under my skin because 
it happened for so long, it even happened in college, where I thought there was something wrong with the way I spoke. And there were a lot of times where I didn't want to give presentations because when I gave presentations, I know the first 10 or 15 seconds of me giving the presentation, people would just start laughing at me of how I spoke. You can't really tell now. Maybe you can a little bit. But now if people make fun of me on how I speak, it doesn't faze me because, like I said, confident in my own skin, comfortable with how I speak, and I'm proud of how I am. The second um, experience, first experience was I was bullied in my neighborhood, out of my neighborhood, not being athletic, not saying funny jokes. Second experience was my self-consciousness of how I speak. And I'm going to dedicate actually an episode on just that. My third experience with bullying is in seventh, eighth grade, I would ride the bus in middle school. And these two or three kids will always push me around. They'll always push me around like I was there. Uh, pun- they'll push and punch me, not in the face, but in the arm, like I was their punching bag. And I would come home with these bruises all the time. And it would suck. It would suck that I would come home with these bruises because I would go home crying to my parents, crying to my family. And they would, they would tell me, why don't you ever defend yourself back? And the reason why I didn't defend myself back, because I was afraid. These kids, I was a small kid. I think I was 80 pounds, 70 pounds in seventh grade, shorter than everyone else. And I was afraid that if I defended myself back, that they would actually beat me up. They would roughhouse me even more. I didn't want my parents telling my teachers and adults because I didn't want to be known as this quote unquote snitch. I didn't want to snitch on the other kids. I didn't want to be known as this tattletale. So I kept my mouth shut and I let them push me around, just wishing and hoping for the weekends to come by and the summers to come by so I can just get a break from them, which is pretty sad. I never defended myself was always crying, always having these bruises on my arm, and I didn't do anything about it. I didn't tell them to stop. I didn't talk to them. That I didn't like it. Maybe they wouldn't have done anything. And not only they, they, were, they were actually punch me in the arm and push me and say, defend yourself. They would say stuff like that, and I didn't do anything. That's my third experience with bullying. My fourth experience is my religion and ethnicity jokes. Like I said, um, my background is Indian, Pakistani, and I'm Jewish. I got two ends of the stick. I got the Indian jokes and I got the Jewish jokes. My Indian jokes, for those who don't know, 9-11 happened and a lot of brown people got targeted because of their skin color. And during 9-11, I was, I was 10 years old. And I didn't get picked on in fifth grade for my religion. I think it started happening in middle school. People would call me terrorist. People would say, make fun of my accent like an Indian accent. I didn't even have an Indian accent. And they would make fun of the way I spoke by having this thick Indian accent like in Simpsons. 
And then some of the Jewish jokes they would say is, let's see, oh, your people killed Jesus. They would say stuff like that. They would say, oh, all the Jews should have died in the Holocaust. People who are 12, 13, 14, 15 years old are telling me these kind of things. And sometimes I did wish that I didn't want to affiliate myself with my religion for that reason, because of people saying these harsh jokes about my religion. And I kind of got distance of my roots because of that. If, why, why should I associate myself with my religion and ethnicity if people are saying these bad things? I really thought there was something wrong with my religion because of what people said. I remember in high school, there's this kid who actually, he was a friend of mine who actually dressed like Hitler and sat in front of me. Like that's this kind of stuff that people did in high school, middle school. People are kids. People grow up. Some people still maintain their, um, still are bullies and some people grow out of it. And some people don't even realize that they're bullying the other person. A lot of bullies are actually get bullied by other people. A lot of bullies are bullies because of their troubles at home. A lot of bullies are bullies because they're insecure about themselves and targeting other people would make them feel good about themselves. I'm going to tell you an experience I had with bullying another kid. Yes, I was bullied and I bullied a little bit in elementary school to other kids. In fifth grade, I remember there was this kid. I'm not going to say his name. Me and three or four other of my friends during lunch, this guy was an easier target than me. And just because this guy was an easier target than me, I would let this kid get bullied and I would chime in too because it made me feel better. During lunch, I remember we were all still hungry after a free lunch and we kind of bullied this kid into giving us a dollar. And some of us said, if you don't give us a dollar, that we're not going to be your friend. And that was such a harsh thing to say. He gave us all a dollar. Then he told on his parents, his parents complained to a teacher. Teacher sent us to a guidance counselor. And from then on, I, I, I made up an excuse in my head. The reason why I did all that is because, hey, I, I gave this kid free, free food all the time. This kid, at least, I deserve at least a dollar, which was the logic didn't even make sense, but it made sense in my head. And there's been a couple of times where I picked on kids because to make myself seem better because I had low self-esteem. I don't do that anymore because right now I don't need to make myself seem better by putting someone else down. How can you prevent bullying or what happens if someone is bullying you? What are some ways to prevent it? Well, first of all, start off with not paying attention to them. Kind of seems, kind of seems like backwards advice, but number one, the first thing is don't pay attention to them. With the more you make it seem like it's phasing you, the more they're going to keep picking on you. But the, the less you make it seem like it's not phasing you, the less they will pick on you. Now, if someone calls me different names that even if I don't like it, 
I don't let it phase me. I don't let it ruin my day because I have created this ment um this mentality in my head that I'm worthy and other people's opinion of me doesn't matter. Now if someone does say wrong things about me, it doesn't bother me at all. But if they keep on doing it, even though you don't pay attention to it, the second step is tell them to stop. Tell them to stop in a stern voice or have a talk with them privately. Tell them you don't like it. Express how you feel. And sometimes people don't know or some other kids don't know that you feel that type of way. And we're too afraid to speak up. And because we're too afraid to speak up, they're going to continue to do it. If you actually tell them that you don't like it, half the time they will stop because half the time they don't even realize the type of damage they're doing to someone. That's step number two. Step number three, if they do continue to do it, get an adult involved. When I was a kid, I did not want to get an adult involved because I was scared of being uh, known as this tattletale. But guess what? If if you don't like the way someone is treating you, you need to get an adult involved because they could be doing the same exact thing to you, to other people as well. And if they're doing it to five or six other people, then just imagine how they feel. If you get an adult involved, if you get a teacher involved, if you get a principal involved, at least they can get their parents involved and have them discipline in some type of way, shape, or form, or have some type of talk with them, or maybe something is going on in the home that you don't know about, and only a teacher or a counselor can really help that child out. You telling them to stop, and if something's going on in the home, like maybe their parents are bullying them at home, maybe that kid would tell the counselor and that counselor would take care of it themselves. Fourth thing is if it continues to happen, then you need to somehow isolate yourself from that person, even if they're your best friend. I've done this many times. I've done this in middle school. I've done this in high school, and I've done this in college. If things, if friends are continuing to do stuff to you, say stuff to you that you don't like, these friends are considered toxic now. When someone is toxic, they're doing stuff to you that's affecting your mental health and your well-being. And you don't deserve that. You deserve to live your best life. And the only way to do that is to get away from them. If you hang out with them at lunch, don't hang out with them at lunch. Do not care about their opinion if you stop hanging out with them. Because I guarantee you, when, when a teen becomes an adult, the same thing happens. They can be toxic friends when you're 20, when you're 30, when you're 40, when you're 50. They could be toxic family. When they're toxic, don't feel bad for leaving them. Because I had that guilt in the beginning when I would leave a friend and not hang out with them as much. I would feel guilty all the time. Because I thought I was doing them a disservice, that I wasn't loyal. But they're the ones that are not loyal. They're the ones that are not your true friends because they keep picking on you even though you told them to stop. So those, follow those four steps. Step number one, 
Uh, step number one would be don't pay any attention to it. Don't let it phase you. Step number two is tell them to stop. Step number three, get an adult involved. And step number four, leave them or don't hang out with them or find some way where you don't associate yourself with them. Here are some other tips if you are being bullied. When you're being bullied, your confidence is effective. You start thinking to yourself, there's something wrong with you. You start thinking to yourself, maybe I'm not worthy. Your confidence gets effective. You're fine the way you are. Other people's opinion of you does not define who you are. If someone's calling you fat, someone's calling you worthless, if someone's calling you these names, that does not define you. Their names of you does not define you. The only way you are defined is how you define yourself. So if someone's calling you dumb and you believe that you're smart, then guess what? You're smart, not dumb. And that kind of goes with tip number two is don't let other people's judgment of you affect you. Now, like I said, if people are calling me these names, it does not even phase me like it used to. I should think about it all day long. But I'm, I've gotten to that point, I've trained my mind to the point where I'm truly confident in myself and I don't let the judgment affect who I am as a person. And the finally, last tip is don't bully other people to make yourself seem better. That seems like such an easy route because when, you, when you're getting bullied, you want to bully other people to validate how you feel by putting other people down you make yourself feel happy. Well, guess what? By you doing that, you don't know the harm you're causing the other person. You don't know what other stuff they are going through at home or with other friends. Always be nice to people. That's one of my mantras in life, being nice. And a lot of people say, nice guys finish last. Well, I think that that is totally not true. As long as you're not a pushover, always be nice. Always treat people how you would want to be treated. That kind of sums up my first episode about bullying. I take bullying dear to my heart. If you see other people get bullied, stand up for them or be there for them. Don't be the bully. Trust me. It's not a good feeling. And If you are being bullied, you can always reach out to me and kind of vent to me because I'm always going to be there. My community is always going to be there for you. And this is why I have created this podcast. If you like this episode, please rate my podcast and subscribe to my podcast because I'm going to be releasing a lot more podcasts. I'm going to be having interviews of different types of situations that you could be going through. And if you're tuning in from my YouTube channel, go ahead, subscribe to Purpose Creates Impact and give this video a thumbs up. Until next time, peace.